Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. The elders of the people, chief priests and scribes, arose and brought Jesus before Pilate. They brought charges against him, saying, We found this man misleading our people. He opposes the payment of taxes to Caesar and maintains that he is the Christ, a king. Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him in reply, You say so. Pilate then addressed the chief priests and the crowds. I find this man not guilty. But they were adamant and said, He is inciting the people with his teaching throughout Judea from Galilee where he began even to hear. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. And upon learning that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent Jesus to Herod, who was in Jerusalem at that time. Now Herod was very glad to see Jesus. He had been wanting to see him for a long time, for he had heard about him and had been hoping to see him perform some sign. Herod questioned Jesus at length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and scribes, meanwhile, stood by accusing Jesus harshly. Herod and his soldiers treated him contemptuously and mocked him. And after clothing him in resplendent garb, he sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate became friends that very day, even though they had been enemies formerly. Pilate then summoned the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, You brought this man to me and accused him of inciting the people to revolt. I have conducted my investigation in your presence and have not found this man guilty of the charges you have brought against him, nor did Herod, for he sent him back to us. So no capital crime has been committed by him. Therefore, I shall have him flogged and then release him. But all together they shouted out, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Now Barabbas had been imprisoned for a rebellion that had taken place in the city and for murder. Again, Pilate addressed them, still wishing to release Jesus, but they continued their shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate addressed them a third time, What evil has this man done? I found him guilty of no capital crime. Therefore, I shall have him flogged and then release him. With loud shouts, however, they persisted in calling for his crucifixion, and their voices prevailed. 
The verdict of Pilate was that their demand should be granted. So he released the man who had been imprisoned for rebellion and murder, for whom they asked, and he handed Jesus over to them to deal with as they wished. As they led Jesus away, they took hold of a certain Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming in from the country. And after laying the cross on him, they made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd of people followed Jesus, including many women who mourned and lamented him. Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep instead for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming when people will say, Blessed are the barren, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. At that time people will say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills, cover us. For if these things are done when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Now two others, both criminals, were led away with Jesus to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified Jesus and the criminals there, one on his right, the other on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They divided his garments by casting lots. The people stood by and watched. The rulers, meanwhile, sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others, let him save himself, if he's the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. Indeed, we have been condemned justly, for the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon because of an eclipse of the sun. Then the veil of the temple was torn down the middle. Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last.
the centurion who witnessed what had happened glorified God and said, This man was innocent beyond doubt. When all the people who had gathered for this spectacle saw what had happened, they returned home beating their breasts. But all his acquaintances stood at a distance, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, and saw these events. The Gospel of the Lord. So we begin our pilgrimage with Jesus, beginning with his entry into Jerusalem with lots of cheers of Hosanna and waving palms, all glory and honor. We move slowly through these coming days with Jesus, through his betrayal, through his final supper, through his persecution, his punishment, the injustice he endures, through his way of the cross, to Calvary, to Golgotha, the place of the skull, to the tomb. We hope that, like the women of Jerusalem and Jesus' acquaintances and the other women from Galilee who accompanied Jesus, that during these days we walk with Jesus, that it is a consolation in a sense to him, that we walking with him in these days gives him the courage and the support and the strength he needs to endure it all. We feel with him, we move with him, we walk with him, we love with him, we try to care for him as best we are able. We hope and pray that when all is said and done, his final words indeed will be, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. We hope that as well, in a certain way, the reverse is true. That in our lives, with all of their joys and their sorrows, with their injustices, with their hurts, with their failures, with their graces and blessings, that Jesus is on pilgrimage with us and that by walking with us in our sufferings, even death itself, Jesus offers us support and care and love and strength and courage so that when all is said and done in our lives, we too might echo his words. Father, forgive them, forgive me. And into your hands we commend our spirits.